Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week stars my friend, writer, director, editor, master manifester, and so much more, Tara Anais. Tara is so cool, she pushed through one of the toughest years imaginable and learned so much. She alchemized grief and turned it into power. Um, and she's just a really cool artist. Um, super excited for you to hear this episode. And now, please welcome to your head and heart, Tara! Okay. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Um, thank you so much for coming here again. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. we're friends. Um, will you tell everybody what your name is? Yeah, my name is Tara Anais. Okay. Yeah. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure to meet you as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess so everybody knows we're friends. Um, we, we are friends. <laughs> we're friends in yeah. real life and yeah. we know each other. Um but um, I guess I wanted to get you on here because I think like you reached out about the um, kind of like more alien abduction stuff was like piquing your interest. And mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's really exciting. Um, and I know you've all, you know, you, you're, you've always been into like supernatural, paranormal, that kind of stuff. But lately totally. we've been having people come on to kind of talk about how they got through certain tough experiences um, and and like the journey of healing. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess I just kind of wanted to say that I realized like for me um, that that's, you know, it's like I, I this podcast is whatever. There's different people all the time. Like I don't, it might seem like there's no rhyme or reason or, but uh, I feel like, the most important thing we can do is help each other. And I feel like talking to people that have found any sort of peace um, um, among amidst amongst the chaos of being on earth, uh, just feel really compelled to share that. Um, and so, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I just wanted people to know that that like, cause I never have been like, here's the through line, but it's, right. that's it. As I, I just, think there's so many different ways to get help and um and I think people aren't really you know you you just find yourself in a situation and you you feel lost um and I think people sharing how they got through it is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah no I I totally agree um yeah and I'm I'm happy to to share and just talk about like I've had like a really difficult um like the past two years probably um like as you know but um yeah yeah so I I can just yeah jump, jump yeah. right in yeah thank you and thank you so much like yeah it's I mean yeah if I can if I can talk a little bit about how I've been sort of able to navigate the last two years and the difficulties that I've had if it can help somebody else I think that would be that's great and I, 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 I know love, it I love will. to do that. Yeah. Okay. I good. really appreciate you um, being open to doing that. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess I'll start with my my dad passed away really unexpectedly um, two years ago. It'll be two years, um, February twenty fifth. Oh, and, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's coming up. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, and I was sort of dealing with the brunt of like a lot of it. So he, um, my parents are on the East coast. I'm on the West coast. Um, and when he, he went in for a, what was supposed to be a, an outpatient procedure and it went completely awry. Um, and he ended up being in the ICU for two weeks. So like I flew out there, I was in the hospital every day, um, like advocating for him, which was also like a very crazy thing. I don't know if you've ever had somebody in the hospital and spent time there and you sort of like, I used to think a hospital was a place where you go and they make you better, but now I don't think that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you, you kind of have to be like very on top of, uh, you know, the doctors and the nurses and like, you have to be like telling people what to do sometimes. I mean, it got yeah. to the point where like one of the interns thought I was like worked in medicine because I was so, yeah. yeah. I, and I think that's like a really important piece is that I th- people assume that doctors and everybody there is like kind of like a psychic detective that like, no, like there is one answer and they're, they'll find it. Um, but it, you do need an advocate. Um mm-hmm. And that sucks, but no, for sure. It's so cool that you learned how to do that. Thank you. Um, and yes, it was very difficult. And like, there was a period when we thought he was actually going to come out of it and be okay, but then it, that did not happen. It took a turn, and he ended up passing. Um, and uh, w- some of the things that really helped me get through it was I was doing um, these sort of self self hypnosis things every day when I would come home from the hospital. And it's this woman um, who I know you, you know, her work too, Lacey Phillips. It's like this, her thing is called to be magnetic. Um, And I was doing, they have like these, uh, they call them deep imaginings, but it's basically like a self hypnosis. So every day I would come home from the hospital and do one specific one that was for emotional clearing. Um, And I really feel like it helped me process so much sort of in the moment. Um, And it's sort of fascinating, like, I mean, I would just cry a lot, you know, and you can kind of feel the emotions moving through your body and then like releasing, which is very interesting. Um, And I felt, yeah, so that was super helpful. Um, I mean, obviously, sorry, sorry, just a quick question. Had you ever experienced feeling and moving emotions in that way? Um, yes, I have through other, um, other deep imaginings through, through the same work. And then also I had a very doing Kundalini yoga once I had a very interesting experience where like, I could feel like energy moving around and like coming out through my heart center, which is very, very weird, but yeah, very, very cool. Um, so I was doing that. And then, um, then so after I was on the East coast for about, well, for a a long time. And like, after that sort of happened, I, these opportunities started coming to me in a very interesting way. Like I ended up, um, directing, getting directing credit on my first, the first documentary, um, that I've ever gotten a documentary credit on. Um, it's a show called Queer for Fear. It aired on AMC Plus and Shudder. Um, and I'm I'm a I'm a filmmaker. I'm a writer director, just so oh, yeah. everybody Sorry. knows that. Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's it's like out of this horrible thing, I, I think there's something about like moving energy around or something that like 
you can tap into. Um, and if you can sort of navigate it in a way, you can use it to open other doorways or something. I feel like there's some, somehow it's connected. It's like, it was like a very low, low, and then this high. Um, and then I started doing, um, hypnotherapy with a, with a hypnotherapist, um, which was also, I I mean, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, and I had done like years of talk therapy which is like cool and everything but I feel like it can only get you like so far you know it's like at a certain point it's like okay (laughs) I can I am like very cerebral I can talk to you about my problems I understand like I'm very self-aware but like it's not really getting to the root of like what the issue is I think yeah well it sounds Um, like there's sorry like an energetic component to like feelings and um emotions and stuff that's an energy that sounds like you learn how to like alchemize and turn into something else. I think so. And it's so interesting that you use those words because in my hypnotherapy sessions, the hypnotherapist, she has been using the, she called me an alchemist in it. Oh, and that wasn't oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing that I've noticed from doing hypnotherapy, there are all sorts of interesting synchronicities that start to, you start to notice like this, um, yeah. like these <laughs> other it's like, I don't know, maybe you're getting into some kind of frequency or something where you're sort of like on in flow or like on the right path and opportunities maybe start to come your way or you're able to navigate certain situations to get the outcome that you want in a way that you wouldn't have been able to do it before. Um, But yeah, so the hypnotherapy, um, most recently, I was starting to tackle like these deep seated beliefs I have around money. And I know we've talked about this a little bit um, already. Um, But like, so I, my family on both sides are like displaced people. So on my dad's side, um, we're Sindhi, which is like Northern India, but he was born there um, before the partition of India. So, and my family is Hindu. So after the partition, they had to flee they left everything behind um, and they, they had, you know, no money, they had nothing. And they had to like build, they moved to Bombay and had to like build themselves up again. Um, And then on my mom's side, her parents are Ukrainian. And during the second world war, they were like captured and put into like a work camp and like also had to flee that. And it was like, just, there are these like crazy stories. Um, And all of that I like lives in your subconscious, I think, you know? So even if, it's like this programming, um, th- just this idea that like the rug can be pulled out from you un- from under you at any time. And like nothing is nothing is safe. Nothing oh. is like, yeah, like money is very elusive and you can have it. And like, so you need to like hold on to it or something. Right. Yeah. And then there was also this like the word greed, greedy kept coming up, like just when I would like think about it. And it's like this idea of like not wanting to be greedy, but then money is so important. Um, So it's like this very weird, like everything is kind of like tangled up in there. Right. Um, So recently I've been doing the, like the, one of the last sessions I did um, was kind of trying to get to the root of that um, and think about money in a way that is more like, energy that flows you know and it's good to keep it in flow it's like you don't you, there's nothing wrong with that like it can come it can go and you can also like build it up and there's no shame right yeah. around like having money <laughs> yeah no, I think a lot of people have 
a lot of different programming around it that they don't even realize like uh, or maybe they do but yeah they don't think about i think anything that you are clinging on to with fear isn't like yeah the most attractive like um inflow kind of sort of way to be and i i have a similar situation money wise where it seems like um yeah like it's like yeah just as it's it's like something that's really you have to hold on to if you have it uh you have to be as thrifty as possible in every situation you can't get what you want exactly but then sometimes like that's not true and sometimes you know and it's like some sometimes that's not true and sometimes it is but you don't really know why and like uh yeah and it's just like messaging from being a kid just kind of like hearing all of these things and and also I think a lot of it is is actual just energy like the energy that um you grew up around around that things that weren't even said um just what you pick up on the way things used to be for you know your parents and their parents and on and on and on back like you just it's cool to be like um make money and and your personal power like an uh, autonomous thing that has nothing to do with other people but it's that's work you know that's absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah and it's like trying to get rid of this like lack mentality, right? It's like, cause when you're operating from that, then you kind of see the world, it, the world is like a scary place, you know, where yeah. like you have to, even anytime you get anything, you have to hold on to it rather, but, but I don't like, that's not really what I believe if I think about it, you know what I mean? So, but it's also very hard. Like you can't, that's not something I think you can like deal with in talk therapy. It just doesn't work yeah. for that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been super interesting. And I have seen that, like, I don't know, like things are starting to like come in a little bit more. I have like, I have like a TV show now that's like in consideration for development. So like fingers crossed, like yeah. that, that will happen. That yeah. will be great. Um, yeah. So I guess like, I don't know so I started the hypnotherapy about a year ago, or maybe a little less than a year ago. Um, and then in between, I did a an EMDR intensive, which was also like, fantastic. And I highly recommend it. It was like three hours long, yeah. um, which is very intense. But um, and that was to sort of like process like a lot. I mean, I think I, I I'm sure I, I still have like grief and trauma around my dad's passing and just be actually like being in the hospital like that and like yeah. seeing him in the way, you know, it was just all very, it's like a lot to deal with. Yeah. Um, can, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no. Uh, can I ask when you were experiencing that and going through that, do you feel like you like disassociated to get through it? Um, I, yeah, I think I absolutely had to because um, I it's like I was just like I had like a task I felt like, you know, and I'm like, okay, I have to go in here and I'm like going to advocate and I'm going to learn what I need to learn. Um, I actually have a couple of relatives who are doctors. One was an oncologist. One is was uh, something else. They're both at Yale. So they were helping me um, kind of uh interpret what the doctors were saying and I was having them talk to the doctors so they were like giving me information and then I was yeah. just sort of like okay like here's the plan you know yeah. like yeah. here's what we're gonna do and you have to like dis yeah so it's like I've and then As the yeah oh sorry so you have no to I just mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, it's just I wonder if like when you're going through something like that, you can't be feeling it at all times. And I'm just curious in the EMDR um, hypnotherapy, like if you're not like, yeah, how it works in the sense of if you don't really. I guess I, you were processing I, the feelings as they were happening, but I yeah, was how was that helpful for you? I was processing them after, but in the, in the moment, like literally in the moment, it's like, you can't, it's not, I don't think it's at least not for me. It's not possible to be able to like get things done like that. And then also have these feelings you you just, I don't, you can't do that. You have to compartmentalize in a way. Right. And then I guess like the EMDR and the hypnotherapy and like the, um, the self-hypnosis that I was doing, it's all about trying to like integrate that in a way. Um, and yeah, like with the EMDR, I don't know if you if you've ever um if you've ever done it, but it's like you will have a memory and then those it'll you associate different memories to it, right? Like while you're going okay. through the process and you can kind of feel um you can feel your the emotion sort of like lessening as you keep doing more and more of the EMDR until you get to a point where you're like, Oh, okay, this is not, I don't feel an emotion attached to it anymore. Like I know that it was sad or it was this, or it was that, but I don't actually, I'm not like activated by it in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, So yeah. yeah. No, I'm just interested in it. Uh, Like I really want to do it. I just, um, yeah. My main question or is is if you like either um escaped it through like drugs or per, not you but one escaped in their whole life from mm-hmm. drugs or drinking or disassociating like can you feel it later you I know? definitely think so because I mean I've okay. done my share of disassociating for sure I feel like everybody yeah. does that you have everyone has something that they do that prevents them from feeling I think yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's about um yes, I think you can. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thank you. Can. No, yeah. that's that's You're like welcome. my main question for it is just feeling like I think I don't know if everyone's this way, but like you get so used to minimizing or disassociating or doing these things and then I you know, I I just I really want to do some type mm-hmm. of therapy like that, but I'm like, oh, I don't like I don't kind of feel like a robot that just like has these memories, but they're not attached to uh feelings but this that's all i want to say about that (laughs) yeah well and then they'll also um in the beginning like your therapist will go through like if you do have like a tendency to disassociate there's like a question there's there's a whole other little thing that they'll do with you to see just to make sure that you are able to like tap into that okay thanks sorry yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) no problem yeah no no, i'm just like yeah i feel like that and i feel like well, I feel like a lot of people are starting to know about EMDR, but I don't think a lot of people, like when you talked about the hypnotherapy, even though I did a bunch of podcasts about like it, the uses for it for um, alien ET contactees and abductees, where it was more about uncovering what mm-hmm. had happened mm-hmm. to me in my uh, feeling less than... Um, like retraining the mind or or something. So I feel like when you talked about it, it really seemed like it was um, eliminating like doubts and and 
and you're like the needless worry or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So like my, one of my first sessions, um, I had been working on a rewrite of this script that was, I was just procrastinating with it. And like, yeah, I had a lot going on. I was like, totally procrastinating. (laughs) Yeah. And so what, like, it can be very good to, for like very specific practical things. So I was like, okay. And along with other stuff, I want to work on the session. Like I want to stop procrastinating and finish this thing. Um, and so what she does, like, she'll talk to you and you get to the root of why, like, what, why are you procrastinating? And for me, it was all about like, um, you know, like I have a tendency to think like a million steps ahead rather than just focusing on the task at hand. Right. So it's like, instead of like just working on it, it's like, oh, but then it's going to have to, is this good enough to do this or will it do that? You know what I mean? And yes. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it was really good about like, uh, so she also uses your own words, right. In the, when she, so you have a, the session is split up into like half an hour where you talk and then half an hour is the hypnosis. So she uses your words when she puts you under. So it's like, um, there was also like, uh, you know, there's like all this negative self-talk in my head that was like, who do you think you are? Like, you think you can really do this? Like, come on, you know, like, and this, um, I was almost like a shame in thinking of like thinking of myself as an artist. Oh, I can't imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we got like she put all of that stuff into it and um it was like super helpful oh and what something that's really interesting after you start having these um, or at least i did she calls them venting dreams i don't know if that's like the proper term but it's like afterwards you know your dreams will be you need to pay attention to your dreams because they'll, yeah. they'll um they're super vivid and you're it's like your subconscious is processing things that went on in the session and like venting it out and, like clearing it out so i had yeah. a really I always have vivid dreams, but I had like a crazy vivid dream after my first session. Where That's like, so cool. Yeah, yeah. what happened? At- my, friend, my friend and I, I was with a friend of mine. Um, we were in like this unfamiliar city at night and she was like, you have to take this assault rifle because it's very dangerous. So we were walking through the city with these assault rifles. And then this there was like a mil- group of like paramilitary people. They came up to us and this woman um, who was in charge of like the military and she was like, you cannot have these guns. Like, these are not okay for you. Like, it's, they're too dangerous. You don't know how to use them. <laughs> and then suddenly there was, like, a new scene. And my friend was driving in this Jeep where, the, like, the top was open. I was crouched on the floor in the passenger side. And then the woman who, the military woman, was in between us. And then this, like, guy who looked like Mossad, I think. Like, he had, he, he like he was wearing like tactical gear with a gun. He'd leapt onto the hood. He was in another car. Then he leapt onto the hood of the Jeep and was hanging on there and was like going to kill us. Um, And then I wrote it down. No, I can't like whatever happened. Like I think we ended up like my friend braked. I told her to break and then he flew off and we ended up like killing him, but it, it, it went on. But basically like, my friend who was in who was in the dream, she's one of the people that I consider like an, an artist, right? Yeah. So if she's like, that's like my in my subconscious, like that's mm-hmm. what she represents. So it's like the artist was in the driver's seat of this car yeah. in a way. You know, it's like very, yeah. very interesting. That's so and cool. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you're into like Carl Jung and like Jungian dream analysis and stuff, but like I am and like all of that stuff. Yeah. 
like that guy is probably like the the animus <laughs> and yeah. i don't know super interesting yeah no i i i do a lot of dream work and i definitely like uh I mean, like, it would be a lie to say that that's not my favorite part of life is dreams. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's like definitely my favorite part of life. Uh, yeah. But that's so cool. That's crazy. That is not where I thought you were about to go with your dream. <laughs> but that's so cool. Like, that's that's super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like it was something about, like, being an artist is danger is like, or you feel like it's like, it's not safe to put yeah. yourself out there in a way, right? Because that's what it that's what. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, super, super interesting. Um, and then yeah. also, like, I know you the on your, um, the podcast episode with Rohini, you talked about um, how you just when you find when you create songs, you just go and get them. Yeah, they're like out there and you get them, which I like love. And that's also how I feel like I feel like it's like channeling something. Cool, um, yay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's another thing that we kind of put into the hypnosis. It's like I'm an open channel and it's coming like the ideas are like coming down from the stars or coming down Whoa. from the ethers. And then it's just like flowing through me, um, which sometimes I felt like, yes, I can get there, but it's still difficult. Yeah. It, do you, was your hypnotherapist like cool with that? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah, she's very cool. And she's, okay. you, should, you should have her on. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, I really want to, I think, um, I, I, it's always a strange, I, I, I well, whatever is I, I was in the loony bin in high school. So it's always, I'm always like curious how people, um, choose to talk about sort of like things that get some people locked up in the loony <laughs> bin but I will you know I believe it I obviously I believe it I I totally I yeah I I'm I'm talking to my guides all day like but yeah there I I think that that's the best that's my favorite way to work is is channeling like um yeah that and that's so cool that you can channel that like to me like writing and like the, you know you do so much like being a director and like making the entire you know your movie you made like all that it's like that's really cool um Thank that you. you can even think that big and like yeah and it's interesting because you would never think that you would you know like i imposter syndrome or something like that is like I can't imagine that I never would imagine that you would have some like any doubt about yourself, you know, uh, really, I would never imagine you would have any doubt about yourself. I think that that's the thing is that everyone does. Um, mo I mean, 90% of people do. It's just funny that we still do this job, even though there's so many parts of, of it that are like, yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's just funny. Like, I don't know what jobs people are like compelled to do that aren't secure, that there's no changing, but also like most parts of it make you feel bad um, <laughs> about yourself, like, un unless you do all this work, where you just like, yeah, you know, it's just funny to me. I, I've been thinking about that a lot. I'm like, what is this crazy yeah. stuff? But that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, but do you think you really chose to do it? It's like you have to do it, right? Didn't it just like it feel like it chooses you? 
in yeah. a way. Oh yeah. Right? No. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's so it the whole thing is so strange. Like the whole thing is so strange. I don't ever think about yeah, personally, like I don't think like about it. It's just what I yeah, do and like yeah, even even this, like, I don't know why I have a podcast. I just feel really compelled for some reason to, like, have people share their stories that I think will help other people. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but I'm sure yeah. it's the same thing. It's just like, it's, yeah, it's strange. But I think everyone does, like, creative stuff. I think they just don't think about what they do as being creative. Like, you know, like, That's I can't, true. I can't set up furniture in a house. Like, I can't. <laughs> which you might have noticed <laughs> but you know like a lot of people are really good at like organizing their house or like um the way they put up pictures you know it's like mm -hmm. there's so many or the cooking or like not cooking and still like eating that's creative as fuck you know like how to, <laughs> doing that like not knowing how to cook and eating every day like that's so creative to me um yeah you know there's a million ways to be uh creative um and i don't know why people are why people have to be creative it's weird <laughs> it's weird yeah <laughs> i mean i guess it is it is kind of weird but it's also it's lovely yeah no it's know? it's totally cool uh it's mm -hmm. just you know like i wonder what the like evolutionary like adapt reason is but I I also want to bring up something ask you about that I feel like no one else has really talked about and like I just came back from an exercise class which is hilarious okay. to me um <laughs> and like I feel like a lot of us are willing to do almost anything for our mental health aside from exercise and I mm -hmm. know that you think on your birthday you went to a class and you uh you were just like oh I've just like I I don't remember exactly what you said but I feel like you said like like I feel really good now like and I was like oh was it fun and you're like no or something like that I can't and I was like what you know and I just do you mind like uh just talking about exercise and body movement and the and even the uh kundalini like anything that has to do with body movement that you found to be helpful um sure and explain yeah. that to people <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i've been doing this pretty intense um workout it's like legree it's sort of like pilates on steroids i go to a place called motivate and it's like awful <laughs> <laughs> but it but afterwards you're you, i'm just so happy that i did it like the hardest part is getting there to do it Okay. And then once you get there and you start doing it, I mean, it's only like, I think it's 45 minutes, 50 minutes, but it works um, muscles that you like didn't even know you had. So you'll just be sore for days afterwards. Although I went yesterday. No, I went the day before yesterday and I kind of half-assed it, honestly. I, That's I, okay. I, I have to like step up. At least I went. You, you know? went. At least I went. That's I went. huge. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. I like to... Um, I've never been a person who can wake up really in, early in the morning and go exercise, but that I kind of aspire to be that, you know, I would love to, I feel like if you could do that and start your day with something like that, how great would that be? Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, your face was looking I, like maybe you don't think it's so great, but no, I want, I, I mean, I want that more than anything. Uh, 
and I, but everyone's different, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just, everyone is different. You can't all, if, if everyone went to exercise in the morning, there would be too many people there, you know, like, it's, that's very true. That's totally everyone true. just has um, their own way of, you know, but if you, if that's your wish, I bet you can do it. Um, I could, I bet I could. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you just have to like commit to it and do it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also, it's about like, I don't know. So many, a lot of times I'm so in my head that it's, it's, you need to also be in your body. Like you can't, your body is part of you. You can't just like (laughs) ignore that you are a body. You know what I mean? Um, So I think (laughs) it's good to, yeah, move your body. It, it, it helps. I don't know. It helps with like mental health. Oh, it's my cat. Sorry. (laughs) Have you, have you always known about exercise? Um, I mean, yeah, but I go through phases where I do it and I just don't do anything. Um, and now I'm in, I'm on a, I'm on a kick, I Yay. guess. Yeah. 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 No, I just, um, yeah, I just have been looking at my life and I'm like, feel like, oh yeah, I've really tried everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, to be honest, like I haven't tried jogging in like two years, you know, it's like, yeah you change so much and just being like that didn't work that doesn't work for me is like come on like yeah I mean even just taking a walk in nature like a long walk like that does so much yeah you know you don't even need to yeah I don't know yeah I mean I'm I'm not a runner I can't I've tried and like I can't maybe maybe one day I'll try again but it's like I can't do it yeah no (laughs) totally yeah it's just I think it's really I I just imagine that like um I I noticed a lot this year that like exposure has really helped me like exposure to um planes like so many things where I'm no longer like where, where I was like there's no way I I'm not going to be you know I'm terrified of flying planes and then there's just a point where I didn't I'm know like, that Oh really Oh yeah oh my god Okay oh, yeah. I had no idea yeah, I okay. used to take tons of tons of medicine to go on planes until okay. this last trip in Australia where I was just realized it takes up so much more energy to be scared. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just like we had taken so many planes last year, honestly, like 50. And I, I just, mm-hmm. I just, I, the whole day before is fucked. The day of is fucked. The day after is fucked. And I was just like, finally, now I feel like it was like exposure therapy where I was just like, I would hear all the things happening on the plane. I was like, that's just plane shit whatever not my problem but yeah yeah, I feel like I feel like that's you know we're all trying to get comfortable and heal all these things but I also want people to know that like pushing yourself to a certain degree is super valuable and like moving the body does help release a lot of stuff and Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many different kinds of ways to um move your body but I think it's important to take a type of class where someone's kind of instructing you um just because I think that the body mind connection um of like be you know someone telling you and you accomplishing it I think is something that is really good for humans um, I think so too I don't know yeah. why but I I <laughs> I think that, that what I just said is true um but yeah like there's something about learning whatever as it's happening but yeah um I want to be respectful of your time uh okay. and just it's too short it was too short I knew it I'm sorry we, let's do it again we can do okay. it again 
Uh, okay. We can do part two in a few days if you want to. Okay, um, sounds good. Yeah, but is there... Let's just do that. But is there anything uh, you want to say, like, in wrapping up today's sesh? <laughs> um, you know, everyone, to take care of yourselves out there. Do what you can to take care of your mental health. And um, great things will follow, I think. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I love you. And I'm, You're welcome. I'm so happy for you. Um, I love while, you too. While I know you're still in the middle, you're on the top, baby. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm in like, I'm, I'm still in a very, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a limbo right now, but yes. I'm sorry, I, but. That's okay. Um, I love you. Thank you for coming here. Love you too. Bye. Bye.